And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. This your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and less to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. The Whistler. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the illustrious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a Christmas episode of the Jack Benny program from 1948. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from famous songs and provide a statement about each song. My job is to guess if that statement is real or ridiculous while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? All right. I think you got it, Carl. I think we finally got it worked out. I needed some Prevagen. That's why. You needed a little something. I don't know what you needed. Uh, I should probably just have Prevagen like on an intravenous drip. When I'm doing the show. Yeah, that sounds like because a then smart idea. I it would, mixes you know, well with aroma wine, I'm sure. Yeah, that and would then be I really would be helpful. alert and i just know all the answers. Right. Well, right? we'll see how you do tonight without okay. the IV drip. All right. Okay? Yeah. So I've chosen songs from movies. Okay. So uh, let's play the first song. All right, so that's from, I'll tell you the movie. Right, because I love this movie. All right, so that, wait, so the song itself? Yes. It was actually, I think it was in two movies. Okay, well, here's, well, it doesn't matter. First of all, it was in, it was in The Graduate. Okay, let, let. And it was also in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. a lot of these songs have been in multiple things, but let's just, let's do it my way here. All right. The the title of the song is Mrs. Robinson. Right. This is by Simon and Garfunkel. Right. And it was featured in the movie The Graduate. Right. Okay. So we've got that. Now I'm going to give you a statement. I knew all that. I'm sure. Now I'm going to give you a statement and you tell me if it's real or ridiculous. Should I go with my gut or should I I don't know, Mike. What do you think? Can help him out? I mean, my gut's getting smaller. It's getting smaller, Mike. So maybe maybe that's why I should just go with it now. Before, it was bigger. And so I would go against it. No matter what you've done, you've gotten 50% right. I'm going to go with my gut. Okay. You go go. with your gut. Here's your statement. It's a 32 waist now. (laughs) Frank Sinatra covered this song on his 1969 album, My Way. Is that real or ridiculous? That is definitely ridiculous. Okay, well, let's listen and see what Definitely. it is. Definitely. Of course, Mrs. it could be real. <laughs> loves you so he changed you. some of the words and he did it in his own style, but this is Frank Sinatra. So, uh, and this is on his album, My Way. I was so sure about it, too. At least I was trying to convince myself right. that I was sure. Well, I generally try to choose things that you wouldn't know, and there I did. I didn't know this one. I know. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Listen so listen, you, Mrs. Robinson. Like 
Mrs. Robinson. There's no mistaking that Sinatra. Oh, yeah, that's him. That's his style. All right, so I'm, right. I'm wrong on the first yeah. one. All right, well, God, we'll move on. Go with your gut, Carl. Game. Go with your gut. I'm going to go with my gut on All every right. one of these. All right, here's See the next See how badly song. I do. Mm. Won't you about me? Details here. Well, that's um, is that Tears for Fears or something? No. So this is Don't You Forget About Me. That's the title of the song. This is by Simple Minds. All right, hang on. Let me try to guess the the movie. Okay. I think the movie might be. Could be wrong. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, this is the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, Breakfast Club. Yeah, and that was close. It's that same. It's by John Hughes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. All right, so here's your statement. All right. Molly Ringwald sings this song on a 2013 album titled Except Sometimes. Is that real or ridiculous? Sounds real. Um, All right, real. All right, let's play it and see what we got. Won't you... Come see about me. I'm this right. Is, you're right. This is Molly oh Ringwald singing. Don't you forget Keep about me. Listen to it for a second. Up, baby. Tell me your troubles and doubts. Did you know that? No. I didn't hear Giving it. me everything inside and out. Jazzy. Very jazz. Strange. Very cool, so man. Real yeah. in the dark. It's like I want to snap my fingers. Think of the what? What does that mean? Uh, makes me want to snap my fingers. Oh, I mean, along so to the side. Gotcha. You know. All right. Well, you got one and one here. Okay. Okay. So my gut is... Your gut is right 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to get right. the rest of them right. Okay, let's do that. Let's hear the next song. Oh, that's uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Right. And this is probably like um, Beverly Hills Cop. What 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 is the title of the song? Um <laughs> It's uh, Power of Love. Right. This is The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and it's from the movie Back to the Future. Oh, Back to the Future. Right. Okay. Okay. Here All is right. your statement. Okay, my statement. Huey Lewis has a cameo as a complaining parent in this film. Is that real or ridiculous? Real. Okay, so let's hear the Lewis cameo. Hard to hear. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. So that is him. He has a cameo as a teacher judging Marty McFly's audition for the high school dance. I'm so sorry he was not a complaining parent. But he was in the movie. He had a cameo, but, but uh, he was a judge, not a parent. Uh, so sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. You were uh, close, but wrong. So what? I got two right, two wrong. You've got no. You've got one right and two wrong. Uh, you've got one more to go. Wait, I thought I got. You got one right, and now you've got two wrong. So we only did three so far. That's correct. <laughs> All right, I can t- the best I can do is tie. That's the best right. I can be is fifty percent. Is that this a tie? Is, is this, that a tie with yourself? This is this stinks. <laughs> Let's I don't hear- like yes, you do. losing. Yeah, you do. Let's hear the last song. I don't like it. 
This is Footloose. Oh, Footloose. By Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. From the movie Footloose. Right. Okay? Yeah. Here's your statement. Okay. In 2011, a remake of the movie hit the theaters with Tim McGraw singing a new version of this title song. Is that real or ridiculous? That was 2011? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say ridiculous. Okay. Let's listen to the remake of the song and see if it's Tim McGraw. It's not. It's Blake Shelton. Oh, man. I got one. That's Blake. I tied? You tied? What's that mean? You got 50%. That's like kissing your sister, You tied with yourself. God, it's not not even exciting. That's the way it is. I don't like the tie. I'd rather, I'd almost rather lose. All right, then you You lost. (laughs) (laughs) I said I'd almost rather. Oh, almost. Almost. Not quite. The operative word is almost Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. All right, thanks, All right, Lisa. thanks, Carl. Better luck Good next job, time. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. When we come back, it's the Jack Benny program. Stick around. Pull me off of my knees. Jack, get back. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Jack Benny. Oh, my gosh. The greatest comedian of the golden age of radio and uh, early television, in my opinion. Everybody loves Jack Benny. He uh, he purported to never be older than 39. He just felt like 39 was a funny age. You know, like he didn't want to ever turn 40. He lived to be, I think, Oh, like 90 something like you know not he didn't get to 100 i don't believe but he lived a long long time he was on the air a long long time and um he had a television show simultaneously as his radio show he did he worked on radio and had the tv show hard working guy was in movies started in vaudeville um had a great group around him including his real life wife mary livingston and his his cast of characters, Eddie Rochester Anderson, Dennis Day, Phil Harris, Don Wilson is announcer for most of his entire run on radio. And during the Christmas season, he would uh, he would do these uh, trying to buy something for Don Wilson. And on this particular one, he's trying to buy him a wallet and he drives Mel Blank nuts. Let's go back to December 19th, 1948. Part one now of the Jack Benny program. The Jack Benny program. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the sportsman, and yours truly, Don Wilson. gentlemen, there are only five more days till Christmas. So let's go down to the local department store where Jack and Mary have gone to do their last-minute Christmas shopping. Mary, Mary, read my Christmas list, will you please? Uh, gold cufflinks, platinum cigarette lighter, silk pajamas, a star sapphire ring, a Cadillac, a diamond stick. No, yes. no, Mary. Those are the things I'm asking Santa Claus to give me. <laughs> my shopping list is on the other side. Oh. 
Uh, oh, here it is. A package of lifesavers, <laughs> razor blades, toothbrush, shoelaces, Jack Benny. You ought to be a Mary, chef. I gave you the wrong one. Here's my Christmas list. See? Don Wilson, wallet. Well, let's go. The leather goods counter's over there. Okay. Gee, the yes, store is crowded. Can, uh, can I help you, please? Oh, yes. I'd like to see some of your wallets. Well, we have a large variety. All these wallets you see here are $1.98. $1.98? Yes, sir. Uh, Jack, here's some better wallets over here. Oh, yes. I think Don would like this one. It's a genuine cowhide. Cowhide? Uh, how much is that? $40. <laughs> cowhide. $40? Jack, stop squeezing it. It won't give milk. <laughs> But, Mary... Look, Jack, Don has been with you 15 years. It's about time you got him something nice. But, Mary, $40. Oh, Jack, for heaven's sake, for once in your life, show Don you appreciate his loyalty. You know, Mary, you're right. I'm going to get Don this wallet. He deserves it. Mister, I'll take that $40 wallet. Yes, sir. Does that, uh, does that include the engraving? Oh, yes. Uh, what would you like to put on it? The price. <laughs> Wait a minute. I want to enclose one of these cards. Let's see. What'll I write? To Don. A very Merry Christmas from Jack Benny. Here it is, mister. Make a nice gift package and see that Mr. Wilson gets it before Christmas. Yes, sir. Come on, Mary. I want to go to the sporting goods department and get something for Phil. Well, here we are. Gee, they sure have a nice assortment of guns and hunting equipment, Jack. Yeah, I think I should be able to get something for Phil here. They seem to have almost... And may I help you, sir? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, clerk. I'd like to get something for a friend who is quite a sportsman. Well, we've got all kinds of camping equipment. Uh, does he sleep outdoors much? Yes, yeah, sometimes right in front of the house. <laughs> Uh, clerk, he has all the camping equipment he needs. His favorite sport, though, is hunting. See, he makes two or three trips a year to the High Sierras. Oh, does he hunt bear? Well, a few days ago, he... Uh-oh. Hey, mister. Mister, ask me that again, will you? Does he hunt bear? No, Patrillo makes him wear his union suit. <laughs> What's, uh, what's the matter, clerk? Didn't you get it? Yes, and if you'll lend me your handkerchief, I'll wipe it off. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't come here for any of your silly wisecracks. He thinks he's smart, doesn't he, Mary? Uh, don't talk to me. I'm pretending I'm not with you. <laughs> what? And now, sir, supposing you look over some of these items while I take care of another customer. Okay, okay. Do you mind if I fool around with this gun? Not at all. It's loaded. <laughs> Say, Mary. Mary, I wonder if Phil... Hello, Mr. Benny. Oh! Yeah. Well, well, well. Hello, Mr. Kitzel. 
Are you doing your Christmas shopping? Yes, I'm buying a Christmas present for my wife. She's always complaining she hasn't got what to wear. So I think I'll get her something sporty in the line of clothes, you know? Oh. Well, that sounds nice. Why don't you get your wife a pair of slacks? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you never saw my wife. <laughs> She's not the type to wear slacks. Why? Well, she should be slack. She's lumpy. <laughs> Oh, your, your wife is a little chubby, eh? A little chubby. From the back, she looks like Don Wilson from the front. <laughs> and sideways, you wouldn't believe it. I'll take your word for it. Huh? Tell me, Mr. Benny, what are you getting your neighbor for Christmas? My neighbor? Yes, uh, Ronald Goldman. <laughs> oh, no, that's Ronald Coleman. I don't know what to get him, but I'll think of something. Yes, I suppose. Well, I better finish my shopping. Lumpy is expecting me home for dinner. <laughs> well, goodbye, Mr. Gitzel, and Merry Christmas. The feeling is reciprocal. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Uh, make up your mind. We still have other shopping to do, you know. All right. You know, I think I'll take this fishing outfit. Oh, clerk. Uh, just a minute. I have other customers. Oh, all right. I'll wait. Uh, that'll be eight seventy-six, madam. Hmm. Uh, have you decided on that, sir? Good. That'll be twelve seventy-five. Gee. Uh, yes, ma'am. Sixteen fifty out of twenty. Gosh. Ouch! Finally got your nose caught in it, didn't you? <laughs> Never mind. Just give me that fishing rod. Now wrap it up, and I'll call for it later. Come on, Mary. Gee, my nose hurts. Well, it's your own fault. Now, let's finish our shopping. Hey, hey, wait a minute, Mary. What's the matter? I've been thinking about that card I put in Don's gift. You know, I think I should have written something clever. I'm going back to the wallet department. Oh, for heaven's sake, Jack. Oh, clerk. Clerk. Yes, sir? Remember me? I, I bought a $40 wallet here a few minutes ago, and I'd like to change the card. But, mister, I've already got it wrapped with ribbon and tinsel and everything. Well, I'm sorry, but you'll have to open it up. I want to change the card. But, uh, mister... Now, please, I'm a customer here. Open it up. Okay. I know what I'll do. I'll write a poem. Oh, fine. Henry Wadsworth, tight fellow. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh... Oh, oh, I've got one. To Don. This gift is from Jackie and golly, oh, shucks. I hope that you like it. It costs 40 bucks. There you are, there you are, mister. Wrap this up with a gift. I'm wrapping it, I'm wrapping it. <laughs> Come on, Mary. You know, Mary, I'm glad I'm giving down that $40 wallet. Yeah, it'd be kind of tough to get a rhyme for $1.98. Yeah. Now, Mary, let's go up to the mezzanine and... Oh, hello, Phil. Hiya, Jackson. Hello, Livy, you little fugitive from the doll counter. <laughs> Hello, Phil. My, you're certainly loaded down with packages. Yeah, I've been shopping all day. Got presents for everybody. How about you two? Well, I'm nearly finished with my shopping. Your five bucks is almost gone, huh? <laughs> Phil, for your information, I just spent $40 on Don Wilson. What'd you do, take him to lunch? <laughs> no, I... Uh, look out, Phil. One of your packages is slipping. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> Oh, darn it. Now I'll have to get Remley another present. 
Let's move away. I'm getting dizzy. Uh, Phil, did you get gifts for the rest of your band? Yeah, I bought every guy in my orchestra a pair of bedroom slippers. Bedroom slippers for your musicians? Uh Uh-huh. I thought if I could get them started with those, maybe we could get shoes on them later. (laughs) Oh, that would be wonderful. (laughs) Anyway, I got all my boys taken care of. The only one I ain't got a gift for yet is Alice. Uh, maybe she'd like to boo. Could be. She thought he was great in Elephant Boy. (laughs) Bill, that's taboo. He's a picture star. I wouldn't know. I'm a radio man myself. (laughs) Well, I'll be running along. I gotta get Remley another bottle of toilet water. (laughs) Toilet water? Phil, that bottle that broke was toilet water? Certainly. If it was the other, do you think I'd have stood here and let it soak into the rug? See you later, Jackson. Bye, Mary. Goodbye, Phil. Come on, Mary. You know, I'm going to be on Phil's show, but he doesn't know it, you know. Hey, let's go up to the mezzanine. They always have nice things up there. Okay, here's the elevator. Yeah. The mezzanine, please. See, that's funny, Mary. Four guys running one elevator. Second floor. Christmas toys for girls and boys, sweaters, shirts, and ties. Corset stays, men's toupees, toothpicks any size. Fellas, you passed my floor. Look, at I wanted to get off at the mezzanine. Third floor. Here you find Venetian blinds, pool and billiard cues. Movie reels, rubber heels, boots and button shoes. Fellas, look, take me down, will you? I wanted the mezzanine. Fourth want... floor. Oh, for heaven. Pots and pans, garbage cans, silverware and knives. Buggy whips and pillow slips, china wear and chives. Look at fellas, please. I wanted the mezzanine. Take me to the mezzanine. Fifth floor. Tootsie rolls, donut holes, button hooks and bows. Violins that fit your chin, shovels, rakes and holes. Look, boys, I want to finish shopping. Now take me down to the mezzanine. Going down. Mezzanine, gasoline, alligator bags. All right, that's the first portion of the Jack Benny program, December 19th, 1948. And um, each year around Christmas time, he would shop for Don. One year it was golf balls. Another year was dates. This year, it's a wallet for Don. He drives Mal Blank, the uh, store clerk, absolutely nuts. You're going to love it. We'll get back to it in a flash. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of the radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood with 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. 
And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right, this is Hollywood 360 across 100-plus radio stations. You know, earlier I was talking about the Classic Radio Club, talking about how great it is. You get 34 shows every month sent to you for only $9.99 a month. And um, you get, you know, our Hollywood 360 show. You get our Radio Rarities program. You get uh, the 10 classic radio shows, and uh, you get the booklet. You get photos of the stars. You get all of these great things at the Classic Radio Club, and I was talking about it, and then I never ever gave the website out. It's ClassicRadioClub.com. ClassicRadioClub.com. It is one of the sponsors of the show. It's what helps uh, perpetuate this show, keep it on the air, keep it uh, growing and licensing more shows. And that's what we do. We license. We have over 100,000 shows under license, Lisa. And we have uh, almost that many shows direct from the master recordings. And we only put the best-sounding shows in the club. So the 10 shows that you get each month are uh, digitally remastered. They sound amazing, like high-fidelity monaural. Um, and then you get the full five-hour Hollywood 360 show and our Radio Rarities program. So in total, 34 classic radio shows every month for only $9.99. So we hope you'll join the Classic Radio Club, become a subscriber. Uh, We would greatly appreciate it. We really appreciate uh, all your support. So many people have been club members, Lisa, for years and years. And, of course, you can cancel at any time. There's no obligation if you do it for a couple months and then you decide it's not for you, just cancel, no problem at all. So um, please consider joining and maybe give it as a gift to somebody for Christmas, right? Right. I was going to say, if you know somebody that would enjoy it, uh, it doesn't even have to be for Christmas. It can be just because. So yeah. if you know somebody that would like that, what a beautiful gift that would be. Yeah, give yourself a gift and then maybe give a family member or friend a gift. It's cool to get all these shows sent to you. You get the weekly podcast, Hollywood 360 podcast. So that every Monday you're getting that along with Radio Rarities. And then once a month you get the other 10 shows with the booklet and all that. So um, go to Classic Radio Club. Com. All right, we're listening to a very funny Jack Benny episode. Mary Livingston in this, Phil Harris, Rochester, Frank Nelson, Artie Arbach, the Sportsman Quartet, Mel Blank as the um, as the um, harried store clerk that Jack drives crazy buying a uh, wallet for Don Wilson. Here's the conclusion. Thanks. Jack, we're back on the main floor. Well, how do you like that? I asked him to... Say, it's just as well. You know, I've been thinking about that card for Don's wallet. Jack! I don't think it's an appropriate card for a $40 gift. I'm going back and change it. Well, I haven't got nerve enough to face that clerk. I'm going to buy something for my sister, Babe. Babe? What are you going to get her? Well, she asked me to send her a telescope. What does Babe want with a telescope? Uh, She lives across the street for the YMCA. Well, I'll meet you here later. I'm going to change that card. Oh, clerk. Clerk. Yes, sir? What can I... (laughs) Oh, it's you again. Yes, yes. I I want to change the card in that gift. Oh, no. No, no. First you buy the gift, then you write the card. 
Then I wrap the gift. Then you change your card. But look, mister. Then I unwrap the gift. Mister. And then you rewrite the card. And then I wrap the gift. And now you want to write another card. Look, uh, never mind that. Just unwrap the gift, will you? I've already sent it down to the delivery department. Well, look, uh, you'll, you'll just have to go down there and get it. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I haven't run into anyone like you in 20 years. Oh, why did the governor have to give me that part? <laughs> Look, look, just bring me my package, will you? All right, all right, I'll get it, I'll get it. I'll get it. Hmm, what an eccentric character, you know? Something like it. Phoebe, uh, Stevie, maybe we can buy something for Mr. Benny here. Okay, Joey, let's look around. Something I can do for you boys? Yes, we'd like to buy something for the treasurer of our club, the Beverly Hills Beavers. A present for the treasurer of your club, eh? How old is he? About the same age as you. Thirty-nine. <laughs> well, boys, it's none of my business, but how come you picked a 39-year-old man to be the treasurer of your beaver club? Because he's such a good businessman. He puts all of our dues in the treasury, and then he lends it out at 10%. <laughs> Oh, I see. Who does he lend it to? Us. <laughs> and now that it's Christmas, we were thinking of getting him a necktie. Well, that's always a nice present. Why don't you buy him one that matches his favorite suit? No, we like this one. It matches his eyes. Oh, are his eyes blue? More than the waters of Lake Louise under a sultry summer sky. <laughs> My, where did you boys learn that? Every beaver has to memorize it before I can borrow money. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll like this tie. It's a dollar fifty cents. I'll wrap it up for you. Thank you. Here you are, Mister. Now let's not have any more trouble. Make the card out right this time, will you? Yes, Jack. We've wasted enough time. All right. Uh, how do you think this sounds, Mary? To Don, your pear-shaped tones, many announcers ate, but no one can match your pear-shaped shape. <laughs> Isn't that a cute, huh? Yes, Jack, it's a beautiful poem. Nick Kenny would be proud of it. Yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mary. Hello, Dennis. Uh, Dennis, I didn't expect to run into you here. Oh, I brought my mother's lunch. She's the Santa Claus. <laughs> Your mother is a Santa Claus with a white beard and everything? Yeah, and she sure fooled my father. He climbed up in her lap and told her he wanted Hedy Lamar for Christmas. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake, what did she do? I don't know, but now my father goes around singing, All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. <laughs> oh, say, say, Dennis. Dennis, listen. Come here, come here a minute, will you? Huh? Dennis, you, you've been a nice kid. You've been with me so long. Here it is Christmas, and... Well, here's a $50 bonus. Oh, uh, that's just a trick to get me to buy something for you. <laughs> it is not. I don't care if you don't get me anything. Oh, yeah? Last year when I forgot to buy you a present, you picked me up and threw me in your Bendix. <laughs> what? And then you charged me 40 cents for washing my shirt. 
Look, kid, if you don't want... Oh, my goodness. What's the matter, Jack? Just a minute. Oh, clerk. Now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> that, that card I wrote to Mr. Wilson, I left it right here on the counter, and I, I can't find it. Oh, don't worry about it. I found it, and I put it in the package, wrapped it up, and sent it down to the delivery room. Well, I, uh, I forgot to sign the card. Let's go. You're creating a scene. It's okay, lady. I'll get his package. The customer is always right. And this jerk is a customer. You see, Mary, you, you've got to know how to handle these people, you see? Now, come on. Let's shop around till he gets the package from the delivery room. Will you? Say, Mary, what do you think I ought to get for my sister Florence? Well, I don't know. Uh, lingerie might be nice. Say, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, there's the lingerie counter right over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, pardon me, but would you mind waiting on us? Uh, why not? <laughs> Your money's as good as anybody's. Hmm. Well, could you show me something in silk lingerie? Certainly. What's your size? Look, they're not for me. Uh, they're for his sister, size 34. Okay. Here's a whole box of them. Uh, will you lay the lingerie out for us, please? Well, just a minute till I put my gloves on. Gloves? Touching that stuff with my bare hands makes me a nervous wreck. <laughs> What? Especially the black one. <laughs> Look. Look, mister, we haven't got all day. Show us something in size 34. Okay. Here's a nice little garment. A genuine, pure silk nighty. Gee, that's awfully pretty. I think this would be very... Uh, uh, wait a minute, mister. What are these little loops on the bottom of the nightgown? The loops? Yeah, the loops <laughs> Yes, uh, what are the loops for? When you go to bed, you hook them over your toes So the nightgown won't creep up on you <laughs> Well, that's swell, really Wrap it up and send it to my sister Mrs. Florence Fenchel Here's the address Yes, sir Jack, there's Rochester doing his Christmas shopping, too. Yeah, shh. I want to hear what he's getting. Can I do anything for you? Yes, I'm looking for a Christmas present for my boss. Perhaps if you told me something about your employer, I'd be able to make some suggestions. How old is he? That and what happened to the gas man are the two burning issues of Beverly Hills. <laughs> well, you can't go wrong if you get him a nice scarf. We have some beautiful silk ones for $20. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Shh. Jack, he'll hear you. No, I'm afraid $20 is more than I had in mind. We also have some lovely ones for $15. That's still too much. $12.50? Uh-uh. Well, we have other gifts for about $10. $7.50? $6? 
Five dollars? When you get down to a buck and a quarter, wrap it up! <laughs> well, that's not much of a gift. What does your boss usually give you for Christmas? A brand new dollar bill and a lecture on the evils of wine, women, and song. <laughs> oh. Well, look, if he's that kind of a man, why do you keep working for him? Well, it's kind of hard to explain. But he's good, thoughtful, kind, considerate, and he gives me his old toupees to cover my bicycle seat. <laughs> oh. Well, here's a nice red scarf, which is really an excellent buy. I'd rather take this one here. The color will match his eyes. Are his eyes blue? Bluer than the waters of Lake Louise under a sultry summer sky. <laughs> Oh, are you a beaver? No, but I work like one. Uh, uh, Jack, uh, what did he mean by that? I don't know, Mary. Some little joke, I guess. Now, come on, let's go and see. Oh, Mary. Mary, I just thought of something. Not again. Come on with me. It'll only take a minute. <laughs> oh, clerk. Clerk. Here's the package. I got it up from the delivery room. I'll go on and sign the card. No, no, no. That's not important now. I want to change the wallet. What? <laughs> Instead of the $40 one, I'll take the one that costs $1.98. Gee, <laughs> he was such a young fellow, too. <laughs> Well, I'll take the $1.98 wallet and put the money in his hand. <laughs> Come on, Mary, let's go. I wonder if we have to... Oh, look who's here. Hey, Don! Don! Oh, hi, Jack. Hello, Mary. Gee, what trouble I'm having in this store. Wish I didn't have such a big stomach. Why? Well, it seems there's a piano missing, and they searched me three times. <laughs> oh, oh. Don, have you bought your wife's present yet? Oh, yes, I did that yesterday. But today I bought a gift for our gardener. Your gardener? Well, what'd you buy him? A $40 wallet. <laughs> a $40 wallet? For your gardener? Jack, the only other ones they had were $1.98, and I wouldn't give that to a dog. <laughs> well, you can start barking, brother, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas. See you later. Come on, Mary. Let's go home. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as is our custom every Christmas, this time Dennis Day will sing Ava Maria. Oh, 
gentlemen, on behalf of my sponsors and my entire staff, I want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. There is a terrific, terrific episode of the Jack Benny program going back to December 19th, 1948. Jack and all his gang, good Christmas show, um, where he tries to buy uh, Don a wallet. $1.98. Big spender, that Jack Benny, huh? Yeah, you've learned from the best. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is that why they call me Carl Benny Amari? I don't think anybody's ever called you that. No? No, Mm -hmm. no. All right, time for um, Sarah's Backstage Pass. Hi, Carl. Tonight, I'm going to talk about the film Devotion. It's a biographical war film that takes place in 1950. It's based on a best-selling book and tells the story of two U.S. Navy fighter pilots during the Korean War. Jesse Brown plays Jonathan Majors, and Tom Hudner plays Glenn Powell. We're taking a slight detour on the way home. Say again? What are you going to find out about your wingman cruising at 10,000 feet, Lieutenant? Put him in a little bit of trouble. Who knows? We might get a peek at who he really is. The North Koreans came pouring over the 38th parallel. Our guys need help. And we're up. We knew this day might come. Yeah, it doesn't make it any easier. Most important thing is this. We bring everyone home. The director is J.D. Dillard. The film premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival this year. The real battle in all of life is being someone that people can count on. The bottom line, I'm way in. Three and a half stars out of four. Here's a story of friendship, sacrifice, racism, and courage. The Navy fighter pilots' heroic sacrifices ultimately made them the Navy's most 
celebrated wingman. If you like Top Gun Maverick, this is the real deal. Glenn Powell is front and center in both movies. I loved the great cinematography. Thanks for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight-Adamson, your film and TV critic for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Be sure to check out my red carpet coverage of the celebration of Black Cinema and Television Awards in L.A. last week. It's posted to RogerEbert.com. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, it's a Christmas episode of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix, going back to 1947. But first, Lisa Wolf Dillon is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Right, Lisa? That's right. And we are on the letter B. We started over with the alphabet. Uh, we've got three songs that begin That's with the letter B. Come on, Carl. After A and B. Can you think of any songs that C, begin with the letter B right off the top of your B. head? Come on. Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, well, that's uh, not it. Well, tune in and find out. Okay. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.